0: The House of Representatives has passed the For the People Act, the largest and boldest democracy bill in modern day history. With your help, it can pass the U.S. Senate and bring about sweeping improvements to our democracy, including protecting and expanding voting rights, ending partisan gerrymandering, and curbing big money in politics. Extremist politicians are attacking voting rights in 47 states, introducing over 360 laws to make it harder for communities of color, young people, people with disabilities, and working people to vote. We need national standards to protect our freedom to vote. The For the People Act will protect our freedom to vote by making sure that voting options are equally accessible across all 50 states. It establishes early voting, same-day registration, and stops voter purges, among other things. It also makes sure our voices are heard by preventing billionaires from buying elections and it guarantees that congressional districts are drawn to give fair representation to all. There is a dire need to pass the For the People Act in order to protect and strengthen our democracy. To that end, on Sunday, June 27th, at 4 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. We will be conducting a pro-democracy activist training. You can register by going to tinyurl.com slash story. Come. Build a pro-democracy movement by telling your own story of why we must fight for democracy and pass the For the People Act. By telling your democracy story and helping others tell their story, we increase the number of Americans who can enthusiastically advocate for the bill from their own authentic voice and in their own communities. Come, inspire others to call their senators and tell their stories. Together, we will build hope, community, and excitement around democracy and the For the People Act and showcase to the Senate the broad public support for this legislation. Welcome to Bible Study for Progressives, a show where moderates, liberals, and leftists of all faiths and ideologies come together to discuss scripture, spirituality, and politics. The 2020 election brought into sharp focus the importance of preserving and protecting our democracy against ongoing attempts to erode it. While structural problems with our democracy, our long-standing state legislatures across the country continue to work to further suppress the vote, do the bidding of dark money donors, and attack essential democratic norms and the rule of law. The For the People Act will apply retroactively to these racist and anti-democratic voter suppression bills that have already passed state legislatures. It would set a minimum set of standards for the administration of federal elections that would effectively overturn state laws that make it more difficult for people to vote. Every step we've taken toward progress in this country has been met with resistance from ending enslavement to enacting The 40 hour work week to celebrating marriage equality. But we have proven every time that people of good conscience will rise against any challenge to claim freedom as our own. Now, we are at another turning point for our nation. This is where we decide if we will move forward together to protect our freedom to vote and ensure that we all have a say in the key decisions that impact us. Or whether we will allow a minority of politicians to take away our rights. Just as we turn out in record numbers in midst of a pandemic, we will now come together to demand that our leaders exercise their majority, eliminate the filibuster as an obstacle to progress and pass the For the People Act so that we can make the promise of democracy real for us all. A full-scale attack on American democracy is imminent. We will face an avalanche of propaganda, gerrymandering, and voter suppression that could lead to a fascist Republican regime intent on never giving up power. If we don't end the filibuster and pass the For the People Act and other necessary legislation, the prospects for democracy are dim. We now face a Republican Party that has concluded that democracy is no longer in its interest. And we have a Supreme Court that cannot be relied upon to uphold our constitutional democracy. If the Republicans take power, they would dismantle democracy and enact laws that ensure they remain in power indefinitely. As of May 14th, the Brennan Center counted 300 and 89 bills with restrictive provisions in 48 states. Recently, over 100 scholars of democracy have issued a statement expressing deep concern over Republican efforts to undermine core electoral procedures in response to the unproven and intentionally destructive allegations of a stolen election. These laws, they say, have so transformed several states into political systems that no longer meet the minimum conditions for free and fair elections. Some laws allow state legislatures or partisan election officials to overturn the results of elections. Republicans are determined to undermine public confidence in the 2020 election, and are using the big lie to pass anti-democratic laws. The failure to confront the causes of January 6 would embolden those who spread disinformation about the election. We must fight the big lie and other disinformation with the truth. We must counter the false propaganda on the right with counter-propaganda. It's an essential part of our messaging to confront the big lie and the onslaught of false and misleading propaganda. A lie that goes unchallenged becomes the truth to the masses and a tool for unscrupulous politicians and authoritarian dictators. It's essential that we confront the lies. Creating a select committee to investigate the events of January 6th is necessary to fight back against disinformation. Of course, we would prefer a bipartisan commission where both parties seek the truth, but that's not going to happen. The bipartisan committee would have been made up of experts, not members of Congress. This would have shielded it from being discredited. In other ways, however, a select committee is better. With a select committee... There is no requirement for equal representation. The Republicans will have fewer opportunities to obstruct the proceedings. Some Republicans will try to turn the investigation into a circus by ranting about violence at other protests or the groups they label Antifa. Pelosi could minimize these tactics by selecting more reasonable Republicans to be on the committee. The Democrats will set up and control the committee. Pelosi will select the members of the committee. The Democrats will control the length and focus of the investigation. The Democrats will also have unilateral subpoena power. This will facilitate a more thorough investigation. At the same time, however, unbalanced representation could cast a shadow of partisanship over the proceedings. Ultimately, we need a pro-democracy movement in America similar to those protest movements around the world capable of pulling thousands of people into the streets. To that end, I will be conducting a democracy activist training on June 27th. Go to tinyurl.com/democracystory. It is important to get the truth out and confront the lies, or the lies become the truth in people's minds. Welcome to Bible Study for Progressives, a show where moderates, liberals. And leftists of all faiths and ideologies come together to discuss scripture, spirituality, and politics. I have the
1: pleasure of having Rich Prasida, PRO. C I D A on my talk show again today. He is a constitutional lawyer who is here to help us have divine government. I don't. He's also does Bible studies for progressives, and he does tarot, and just brilliant and wonderful, wonderful heart centered human here to help enlighten the planet and bring the Christ consciousness, which really is loving one another, into existence in forms of new education job job creation programs for the interconnected cities of enlightenment peace green worldwide and the green part is really critical right now to help shift the systems off of warfare thank you so much rich welcome so what's going on in your world to bring in divine government for the people by the people so welcome rich what's going on what what what's happening with you and and your movements to help this bring in you know the Planet of Enlightenment, peace and green projects and heaven on earth. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, so what's happening is on Tuesday, it looks like they're gonna be taking a vote on the For the People Act, or it's known as HR one or S one. Is yes. a broad act to protect our democracy, ensure ethics both on the Supreme Court and among politicians. In partisan garamanding, it's going to set up independent commissions rather than having politicians choose districts. Right now we have districts that are safe Republican or safe Democrat because they're drawn that way. But what we need is something that really represents our country. It ends the influence of money in politics or at least reduces it. It's got, it's going to be doing a lot to uh, things we need. Election security, um, campaign finance reform. And if we go over, the bill is very wide, very necessary, because there are close to 400 bills that Republicans have passed, making it harder for people to vote. Or they haven't passed, they're introducing them. And we need national standards to make sure that everybody has the right to vote. Indivisible, starting the 27th, and I have an event in this during the Congressional Resource, they're doing a program called Deadline for Democracy, and you can find that at DeadlineForDemocracy.org, and it's all in support of the For the People Act, and they're doing a whole bunch of different activities, from marches to meeting with congresspersons and any type of created act, created activity, and you can find one near you. I'm doing an activity online that everyone can come to. It's a democracy activist training, our democracy story. And what we're going to do is develop our own unique voice to advocate for democracy. Democracy is threatened around the world and here at home. And we need a pro-democracy movement that can bring people out into the streets just like those movements All around the world. So I, this is a, mine is on the 27th of June at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And you can find information on that. Just go to www.tinyurl.com slash democracy story. And you'll be able to register for that. And so those are the two things that I'm doing this for the people act does a lot of things. It increases the number of drop boxes. Right now, states are trying to reduce to drop boxes. They're trying to take away our vote. They're trying to get them. They don't want people to vote because they can't hold on to power. So we're going to need to fight for our right to vote. One of the things you mentioned is that it's demonic to suppress people's right to vote to attack our democracy, to have all these military bases to attack democratic governments and to install dictators around the country, and to not be aware of that and to be a part of that is demonic. And our right to vote is sacred. It's a sacred act. It's a spiritual protection. It's about our humanity. In Scripture, the Bible from Genesis to revelation the whole bible is right, the old testament primarily is about self-determination for the jewish people and for the nation of israel so this is the precursor to democracy ruled by the people and when jesus came into the city on a donkey and they spread the palm leaves and then he went to the money changers to protest the political corruption in the temple while at the same time the Roman military was having a procession on the other side of the city coming into the city for the holiday season for the Passover and so this is represents Jesus represents the poor the people have the right to rule it's not the emperors who are God's it's not the yes who are the rulers it's the people Uh, the peasants, the poor. That's what we're supposed to rule for. And that's why our vote is sacred, because this is what we've fought and died for. I mean, the whole structure of the world, democracy is very young. We've had some democracy in Greece. It's come up. But most of the world has been run by dictators and in rulers who act with impunity. It's uh, like, didn't uh, Jesus well, say, forgive them? They do not know help. Go ahead. So So when Jesus said that, forgive them, Lord, they do not know what they're doing, and that was when Jesus was before Pilate and about to be executed, and the people said, crucify him, crucify him, and called for a violent revolutionary, to be released rather than a nonviolent revolutionary, right. and so yeah. we've had this yeah, we've had this problem of propaganda from the ancient world, so that people yeah. who are under the influence of propaganda truly do not understand what they're doing. In the Roman world, oh, it no. was that the Romans brought peace through victory through war, and that's still the philosophy: have peace through war. Is totally in conflict and oh. so yeah so yeah. now that we have propaganda has been an explosion of of propaganda and disinformation because while we have all these communications so while there's a good thing for all these language acts and communications there's also the dark forces who can come in and use it dark money comes in as well to oh and lie. they lie they, they lie to keep, keep it going they lie. Like- Right, so I want to return to our sacred right to vote and how the For the People Act is designed to protect that with some very common-sense requirements, yes. such as that I talked about increasing the number of drop boxes so people can vote easily. No excuse absentee voting. Make it easier for people to vote, not harder. Oh, right, and some of these common-sense voting requirements, uh, more things they're doing... Early voting, at least two weeks, require that. Make the election a federal holiday so that people can make sure they can vote. I mean, it's important to recognize that there's voter suppression. Attempts to prevent people from voting have gone on, particularly against the African-American community. And some of these voter ID requirements are primarily attempts to keep certain people who might have difficulty obtaining those IDs from voting. Right. And also uh, automatic voter registration so that when you go to a government agency, unless you opt out, you're automatically registered. You know, they've used voter IDs, uh, literacy tests, anything to keep poor minority people from voting. For instance, they might ask, but
1: they're writing the laws, though, yeah, hun. they
2: they're writing the laws. Let me let me finish this.
1: You know, let me yeah, finish this one
2: statement, okay? Because the, they may allow a gun permit to be used as an ID, but not a gas bill, not a utility bill, not a student ID. No, they they choose particular IDs. So we have to be very skeptical about all these efforts to limit people's right to vote, because that's what it is. And the Republican Party has decided that democracy is no longer in its interest. But this is an American tradition, the American tradition begun by George Washington, who voluntarily stepped down, a tradition that Trump violated. This is a tradition of democracy uh, that we in America need to protect, And fight for. So what I, what I want people to do is call their senators. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a number, 888-246-5947. That's 888-246-5947. Call your senator. Tell them we demand that you vote for the, for the people act that we need that legislation and explain why. Also remember my Democracy Activist Training. You can get to that by going to tinyurl.com slash democracy story. And then, of course, my name, Rich Procida, and my podcast, Bible Study for Progressives. You can find that on any of your podcast apps. So we're going to be talking about this. So this is the most important thing that we have coming up this week, next week on Tuesday. They're going to put the For the People up, Act up and see if we can get closer, which is to end the filibuster. And one of the problems with the filibuster that we're going to need to get rid of is that the Senate is already anti-majoritarian. So what that means is that each state gets two representatives, regardless of the size of the state, so that the more populous states don't get representation and the less populous states get more representation. So it's already anti-majoritarian. And so D.C. statehood, because of the makeup of the Senate, that less populous states get the same representation as more populous states. And right now, the District of Columbia has hundreds of thousands, maybe a million people not represented in the Senate. So we need D.C. statehood to... And also, so that's part of it as well. We need to pass the For the People Act. So I just wanted to add that in that we, because it's already anti-majoritarian, and then when you get a vote that's like sixty-five to thirty-five, and the bill can't pass, that's absolutely ridiculous.
1: We have a lot to do, everyone. Ourrevolution.org, indivisible.org, really good groups to get information out. Let's get the legislation thought form shifted. And focus, refocus on what heaven on earth, what we can create. That is just everyone wins. You know, we yeah. are...
2: Deadline, Deadline for it. democracy.org too, Lynn. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Make sure yes, you go there. Yes. Yes. Okay, everyone, just... Uh, Much love. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, um, Rich Prasida, constitutional lawyer. Thank you for all the work you guys are doing. It's time to bring heaven on earth so everyone has harmony.
0: This has been Bible Study for Progressives. If you enjoyed the program, please subscribe to our podcast or put us in your favorites and write a five-star review. Tell your friends about us and share us on social media. Follow us on Facebook and click the donate button at modernlectionaries.blogspot.com. Your support will help us reach more people, produce more and better shows, and cover the cost of production. Feel free to send me a note or comment on the show. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Rich Proceda. Thank you for listening.